something when you're a little more advanced, you know, you, you know, you're getting you got some months in, yeah. <laughs> you can add a little more, you know, I'm inhaling as I inhale, as I'm taking in this breath, I'm taking in joy, I'm taking in empathy, love, light, and faith. And when I exhale, I'm exhaling envy, hate, fear, jealousy, regret, guilt, you know, because those are just poisons for your mind and your soul. Mm -hmm. And we want to liberate our souls of those things. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Expert at 20. So today with me, I have Rebecca, uh, and we are going to be speaking about something that she has explored and experienced for three years now, meditation. Rebecca is a sophomore psychology student who currently is conducting neuropsychology research at Wayne State University, looking at patients with traumatic brain injuries and their difficulties in emotional perception. She is a resident advisor on campus and lifts in the gym on the daily. She mostly enjoys uh, lifting weights, but also does lots of yoga and dancing and walking. Her favorite pastimes are writing, cooking, going out with friends, reading, and making content for her lifestyle Instagram at Veggie Becky. Shout out, go follow that. Her consistency with her mental health and her physical health really inspires me to learn from her. And so, yeah, we're going to be talking about her journey in meditation. Hey guys, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. This is my first podcast recording, so I'm very excited. This is really new for me, but I'm excited to talk about meditation. This is something I've been doing for a while now, and I feel like a lot of people have so many misconceptions towards meditation. Like, they think for meditation, they think I'm doing, like, voodoo stuff. They think I'm, like, have to be, like, in the woods with, like, on a yoga mat saying, like, ohm. And, like, with my eyes for, like, hours. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I can kind of understand. I feel like people just don't really hear about it enough. There's just a lot of, like, stigma behind it. But it personally has changed my life for the better. And I honestly... Don't go a day without it now because it just is one of the biggest forms of self-love I can possibly imagine and possibly yeah. recommend for literally anyone. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know you meditated also, actually. Yeah, I actually learned to meditate uh, maybe when I was nine years old. Okay, that's early. I, yeah, very early. I was in um, something called Art of Living, okay. which is kind of... Uh, my mom put me in a program. She was really into you know yoga and meditation. And there was this program, mostly in the Indian community, so all their kids were sent to it too and like we just we learned how to meditate we learned how to um we learned practices of like mindfulness Mm. and um surya namaskar which is like morning yoga pretty much um like sun it it directly translates to sun salutation so that's pretty much most of the yoga that i do um Mm. but yeah no i I will tell you what kind of yoga i do because there's a lot of misconceptions like you said on yoga right on meditation so people think, oh, it's like saying, oh, yeah, sitting there really quietly mm, and, for I mean, hours. Yeah, <laughs> most of it is quiet. I right. would say what what I do literally, I sit on the floor like mm-hmm. this and cross legged, and I just close my eyes and mm-hmm. breathe. Okay, that's um, very similar. I just try. There's different breathing styles. Like you can do right. the nose one, where you plug one side of your no- mm-hmm. nostril and then you breathe in, and then you mm-hmm. plug the other side of your nostril and breathe out. Um. So you can do that one, or there's other types of like breathing exercises yeah. that you can do to kind of really clears my head, to yeah. be honest. Um, but most of it is just sitting there quietly and 
letting my thoughts pass through my mind, but not grabbing onto them and thinking about them too long. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, and that's that meditation is usually followed by my like Surya Namaskar or any mm-hmm. kind of stretching and yoga that I do. Okay. But it really only lasts my meditation every morning probably ten minutes at okay. most. Wow. So it's it doesn't take a lot of time mm-hmm. out of your day. Yeah. So you started you? early, like around nine. You said. Yeah. I personally didn't start until my senior year of high school. So this was kind of like context coming out of quarantine. So I was probably lowest point of my life in terms of just mental health. You know, Mm -hmm. I wasn't seeing anyone. I couldn't get access to a physical gym. So that was giving me anxiety, (laughs) you know, because I just I've always been just a gym rat. So that was, you know, that was a struggle. Um, And, you know, I just had a lot of challenges in my life and I figured I needed to start doing things to myself and really just, you know, take control of my life. And this is when I really was like, okay, I'm going to start transforming the person I want to be because I'm in control, right? That was when I really had like a little snap. Because I had been struggling for a while, but the senior year high school was definitely when I was like, okay, like, gotta put the batteries in. Like, let's go. Let's go. Let's pick up the pace, honey. Like, let's let's get this done. Mm -hmm. So I started, you know, meditating. But other than that, I was also stretching. I started journaling. Um, I went from, I wasn't really lifting weights at the time. I was doing more, like, Pilates and cardio. But this is when I really made a transition to weights. So I was like, I want to be strong. Like, I want to I wanna lift some weight. I want to I wanna lift some iron. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to walk in the gym. Be like, oh, that's skinny girl. What's she going to do? That lifts, like, 200 pounds. Oh I mean, can I deadlift 200? No. But um, we're good. But we're, we're getting there. You can still deadlift. Yeah. No. That's saying a lot. We're, we're getting there. You know, we're making progress. Um, oh, and I started, you know, like, taking care of myself more. I started eating enough, drinking more water, being more mindful, right? Because mm-hmm. I just think that's, like, one of the most beautiful things you can do for yourself is to just be more mindful, right? And what does mindful mean to you? So I'm glad you asked What do you do to be more mindful? Yeah, so for me, mindfulness is just rooted in the present moment. It's just about being in the now. Because in my opinion, the now, the present is all we have. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, like a lot of our anxiety comes from dwelling in the past and holding on to things that are a lot of weight in our shoulders. We dwell on the mistakes we made, the things that we said. That is true. And... We can't take that back. Like, the past is done. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's done. And the future, as another source of our stress and anxiety, it's not written for us yet. You know? I mean, we can take steps to get to where we want to be, but we don't know what the future has for us. So, in my opinion, mindfulness says, why worry about the past and the future when all we have is the beautiful present moment? You know? And now is all we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote something down that I really wanted to say... Um, so instead of letting our minds run at a thousand miles per hour every single day about what we have to do for the rest of the week, what we still haven't done, we literally could just focus on the now. And med- meditation literally tells us to say, let's take a state, let's step back. You know, like we're busy, we're busy humans, we have a lot on our plates. The meditation, for me at least, says, hey, like let's take a breath, let's take a step back, let's remember the now. I like um, that. Thank you. Um, so mindfulness changed my life in so many ways, but when I think about meditation, like I said, there's a lot of misconceptions. People think you have, you have to sit crisscross applesauce <laughs> and you have to be in the most Zen place in the world and you have to have these candles and you have to have like these rocks and like a ritual, but like mm-hmm. it really doesn't have to be that complicated. Like it can be intimate to yourself, 
And I think a lot of people don't even realize that, in my opinion, there's no one way to meditate. There's no right way. And there's no wrong. There's no right or wrong. You know, Mm -hmm. meditating for someone could be cooking dinner for them and their family. Could be running. It could be crafting or singing. Anything anything that focuses on you. Exactly. You you turn into yourself. Yes. You look inward and you take yourself away from the external priorities that everyone's putting on you, the expectations people have on you. Anything that is superficial and the world is putting on you, Mm -hmm. you are saying, you know what? This is happening, but I'm not going to let it get to me because I have the power to say, I'm going to look inward, I'm going to take a breath, and I'm going to take myself and pull myself back to me, to my breath. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned recently, I was listening to a really awesome podcast called On Purpose by Jay Shetty. I highly... Oh my god, you, amazing. Right? It's amazing. one of my favorite podcasts yeah. ever. It's, I listen to yeah. it all the time. He said something that really, really stuck with me. So he said that one of the reasons why he meditates so much is because it pulls you back to the one thing that you have throughout your life, no matter what happens to you, because we change. We're humans. The self changes throughout life, and that's a beautiful thing. Whether you like change or not, the self changes. And I think you should embrace that. But the one thing that stays with you no matter what and will stay with you forever is your breath. That's never going to change. You have your breath throughout your life. So if you think about it, meditation is pulling you back to that one sacred, special, precious little thing that you have and that keeps you alive and that keeps you breathing is your breath, right? The color of your existence. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, I started meditating, pulling it back to the history. I pulled it back to senior year of high school. I really struggled in the beginning mm-hmm. because I can't. I don't like sitting still for a long time. Oh, yes. It takes a while. Yeah. No. It, and that's another thing. I think people don't understand that, like, it's not just something you can just start and you're going to be an expert at it and you're going to meditate for 30 no, minutes the first time not. you do it. It's like running a marathon. You know? No. It's, it takes time. It takes practice. Like, it's almost like you're, like, working that muscle, you know? You need to build it up. So, when I first started, I was like, this is literally just not working for me. I, I'm not a meditator. Like, this is not... And I noticed that whenever I would sit down and close my eyes, I just start thinking about, you know, like, I didn't get this done yesterday. Oh, my gosh, I need to stay for this test today. Oh, my gosh, remember what Amanda said to me yesterday? That that really pissed me off. And Your mind would just run. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Your mind would just run. And I think people feel that, and then they start to judge themselves, and they start to criticize themselves. they can't do it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I can't do this. This isn't for me. But in that moment, I'm telling you, you just need to show yourself grace. Because our, the mind wants you to, wants to run like that. Your mind is going to want to convince you that you can't do this. That this is too much. That you're too busy. And you have too many priorities. But it's okay. Like, this is a new thing. So what I would do, I did a lot of guided meditations in the beginning. Because I thought that was just, it Those makes sense. Really which I really, really recommend if you're just, you know, new to this. You have been contemplating trying it. There's so many guided meditations on YouTube. There's apps There's just at ju- just dedicated to meditation. Mindful. I think uh, it's, I think it's the one with the orange circle. Oh, shoot. I I think. I don't remember. Yeah, me neither. Okay. We'll, but, okay. we'll figure it out. Yeah, later. we'll we'll figure it out. But there is a lot of apps, and I'm sure a lot of them are free. Guided meditations. I kid you not. You really only some mornings. I only need five minutes. Yeah. Three to five minutes, and I can promise you even if it doesn't make like a whole difference in your day gradually if you keep on working on that 
you're just gonna your your mind will just attune to the meditation mind like you will just learn to focus on the senses pull yourself back in focus on your breath and you'll see over time that in moments when you're anxious or stressed you can go back to that breath you can go back to those practices that you practiced whenever you did your meditation because you're pulling yourself back to the now because no matter what's happening in your life you always have that breath you always can go back to your safe space which is inward it's your heart right I want to go back to what you said about how you you have all, all you have is your breath mm-hmm. and what you do with that calms you down mm-hmm. and the breathing that you do that calms you down it's kind of like recharging you in a way absolutely so yes. kind of like how you would plug in your phone before you go to bed mm-hmm. that's recharging your phone we recharge all our laptops, all our electronics. We yeah. recharge our physical bodies. Yeah, we sleep at analogy. night, right? Yeah. We sleep at night. You think that's giving your brain rest. And it might be a little bit, but it's not giving your your emotions rest. It's not giving your soul rest. It's not giving right. your spirit rest. But I feel like when you meditate and you consciously sit there and let your mind run, let it run. Let it run. Yeah. Soon it'll stop running, mm-hmm. right? It'll get tired. It'll mm-hmm. calm down. And then that's... That's what you, like you said, you build up to that point where it'll stop running and you'll just, you you'll will have figured it out by then. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like meditation is us plugging in, us charging ourselves mm-hmm. through breathing. It's a cup filler for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, one of the reasons why I've been so consistent with it is because I feel like it is, it's it's you putting in the time into yourself. And to me, that is one of the most beautiful things you could ever do in life. I mean, there's so much beauty and precious things in life that I could go on and on and on. I can talk about forever. But for me, one of the most beautiful things you could do for yourself is to just be with yourself and do things that even though it's uncomfortable for you, because meditation, I mean, it can be uncomfortable if you're just starting. It's hard. It's not easy, but... Just knowing that I'm doing this for me. I'm spending these 5, 10, 20, however many minutes with myself and for myself. That is a win. And you are already doing so much for you. And you have no idea. Because even if you don't physically or, you know, psychologically feel, oh my gosh, I can conquer the world after one meditation practice, which is not going to (laughs) happen. You are doing so much for you. Mm -hmm. I mean... I have anxiety and I've always, I mean, I've suffered for, for a, lot, a lot of years. And I found that ever since I started meditating, when I have those really, really, really dark and hard moments, I'm a lot more resilient because I meditate, because I can remind myself, okay, you know what? There's a lot of things I can't control, but I know I always, again, it all comes back to my breath. I know I'm being redundant, but it's the truth, you know? I have me and I'm okay. Because I have my breath and I have, you know, when you meditate, I'll talk about what I do when I meditate, but something I like to do is, again, when you focus on the present, you become so much more grateful because you're present and you realize, oh my gosh, I have a roof under my head. Where I currently am right now, I am sitting on this beautiful couch with all my squishmallows in this (laughs) amazing dorm. Across from me is my best friend, in on campus who I get to live with I have a beautiful view of the sunrise if I open my blinds right to my like right side 
around me. I have pictures of my awesome friends. I have posters. I have lights. I am so grateful for all these things because I'm being present. I'm grateful for my body. When I'm just the fact that I can breathe, just the fact that I get to wake up and breathe is a gift. It's a blessing. It is. It's something we take for granted. And I think that when you meditate, those things come into realization for you. So, um, it grounds you for sure. Yes. To the essentials. To exactly. The, it yes. brings you back to your inner circle, your inner heart. And it is truly a cup filler. It is. I mean, whether you're extroverted, introverted, like that, cause you know, that tells you where you get, where you refill your cup, whether it's people or being alone, regardless of that, you spending time with yourself is a cup filler for anyone. Um, so I think meditation, like we said, looks different for everyone. Mm -hmm. But for me personally, this is just what I do. Um, I have a private space that's meaningful to me. So I just literally every morning in this dorm, I roll out my yoga mat right there. And I, it's like, a, it's like at 5.30 in the morning, so it's still really dark outside. <laughs> yeah. So I like to keep it dark because it just makes, I don't know, it just makes it more, I don't know. It just makes it more special to me. Um, I really just focus on my breath. I pay attention to my chest rising and falling with every breath. I breathe slow, you know. I try to count, you know, count to three. Inhale, count to three, exhale. I really take my time and I listen to the sound of me exhaling through my nose and I listen to the sound of me exhaling through my mouth. I go from there. Any thoughts that arise, because they will arise. You can't just put a pause on your thoughts. That does not, that's not how your mind works. Um, I don't judge them. I don't self-criticize myself. I don't say, gosh, why is my mind so cluttered today? Why is my mind so busy this morning? I just let the thoughts roam. I just let them sit there. And then over time, they're going to sizzle out, like you said. And I just root myself back to my breath. I pull myself back to the present, focus on the sounds of my breathing. What surface am I on? Is the room hot? Is it cold? You know, all those little details, they seem insignificant, but they really do pull you back to the present moment. And then when you're done meditating, you'll pull yourself back into reality and say, wow, I was in such a deep mindset. I was in such a deep, like, just state of mind. That was paying to all the little details that no one would ever think about if you were just there, right? Right. And you didn't consciously think about those little details. They just they just came to you. Mm -hmm. They were just your senses were aware of them all of a sudden mm -hmm. once you were in that deeper space. Yeah, things become heightened, and you just become hyper aware. And then, like I said, gratitude comes in. It fills your heart because you're like, I have so much, mm -hmm. and I'm grateful for so much. Um, and how long, how long do you usually sit there for? So, it depends. I'm not going to lie. It depends on how hungry I am. <laughs> because I eat breakfast yeah. right after. So if I'm starving, I might just do like, five okay, minutes. I'm go. like, all right, that, that was enough for me this morning. But, you know, if I'm not famished, then I can go up to 15, 20 minutes. But, of course, I had to build that up. It's been three years of mm -hmm. practice, you know. And also... It hasn't been three years of every single morning. You know, when I first started, it was like a couple days a week, maybe, maybe three days a week. And then I, of course, had times when life was really hard and I didn't meditate at all. But I, again, I always knew I had it. It was always my special safe zone to come back to who I really am and who I want to be, you know? Because mm -hmm. I also think when you meditate, you don't exactly have to zone out completely. You can think about the things that you don't get to think about a lot. Like, who, what is the person I want to be? Who do I want to become? What are the values that I want to instill and 
share and embrace to the whole world? What, like, what is the Rebecca that I want everyone to know for? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think about those things a lot, too. Some things I think about are um, how am I feeling right now? Mm-hmm. Or how how is my inner child feeling right now? I love that. Yeah. Um, because a lot of time we go through life and we just suppress we suppress our emotions. We suppress mm-hmm. how we're feeling. We blow off things that maybe people say something to us and we just blow it off and it doesn't, we don't react to it how we want to. Um, and so all of that emotion, all of that feeling is is just put in a little box. Right? Yeah. So some things I like to do is just sit there and let all my emotions kind of come out mm-hmm. of the box, kind of just go through my mind. So almost like a little therapy session with myself, kind of yeah. talk myself through of course, it. Of yeah. And yeah. So, as you can see, there are many different ways, mm-hmm. um, and meditating is not just one, one sort of exercise. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. One more thing I wanted to add, um, sometimes what <laughs> I do, I feel like for people who are new, and they're like, well, what am I going to think about? What am I going to do if I can't focus on the present moment? Like, what are some things? So, a couple things that really helped me in the beginning. One thing you can help uh, think about that's really simple and effective, as you inhale, and in- inhale, you're inhaling, think about inhaling peace and then exhaling worry. So with every inhale you take, you're inhaling peace and then when you exhale, you're taking away that worry that you have. That helped me at first. Yeah, or like something when you're a little more advanced, you know, you're getting, you know, you're getting <laughs> you got some months under your yeah. <laughs> You can add a little more, you know, I'm inhaling. As I inhale, as I'm taking in this breath, I'm taking in joy I'm taking in empathy, love, light, and faith. And when I exhale, I'm exhaling envy, hate, fear, jealousy, regret, guilt. You know, because those are just poisons for your mind and your soul. Mm -hmm. And we want to liberate our souls of those things. Because forgiveness is everything. I personally struggle a lot with self-forgiveness. It's something I journal about all the time because it's really hard for me. You can forgive other people. Exactly. But (laughs) forgiving myself is just all, it's just super hard for me. But, you know... I think everyone has, you know, areas of improvement. Those that's definitely something I'm really trying to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, again, starting slow and building up is really important. Um, I found, I think it was on Pinterest actually, a long time ago. But it's this hand position. I know everyone's listening. I can't, you can't see me, but there's a hand position that is found to be when you're meditating supposed to help you ground yourself more. And at first I was like, ah, what do your hands do? Like, what is that? But I did it. And now it's, I do it every morning. I can't, I can't not meditate with my hands like this. So like, show me. Okay, imagine like you're cupping your hands like to catch water, okay. right? But now turn your hands like, if I'm trying to explain it so that they can like visualize it. Mm-hmm. So you're cupping your hands like you're catching water. Like someone's pouring water from a water bottle and trying to catch it. You're cupping your hands. You just turn your hands horizontally now so that they're facing each other. And you're just kind of like cupping like that. And then you just rest them, you know, wherever you're, what's comfortable for you. Like if I'm sitting crisscross with applesauce, my palms are resting like kind of right in front of me, like on my lap. And that just, for some reason, I don't know what this the science really is. Peaceful. Right? It just makes sense. Wow. And it feels, you know what I, you know what it is? I think it's almost like you're hugging yourself, but not really. You're just more closer to yourself. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm saying to myself, okay, I'm ready to listen. Yes. 
Exactly. It's almost like you're giving yourself, you're saying, hey, it's time to take a step back. I'm listening to whatever you want to say to yeah, me. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Yes. Wow, just a hand movement? Yes. Oh my goodness. I, I learned that and I said, that is a game changer. I feel so much more rooted and I feel, because you know, I, just, I also feel like people have a hard time taking it seriously when they're new. But when you do that, it's kind of like, okay, like I, it's, a self, it's self-reassuring. It's like, I'm here for me. This is, this might feel uncomfortable, but it's just me. It's me versus me. I'm here with myself. Everything's fine. Everything's safe. And I don't know. It just, it, I've found it to be really helpful. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca. Of course. I love this. Um, just as a recap. So for anybody who is new and trying to get into meditation, we, and Rebecca, recommend to first um, breathe in mm. positive and breathe out the negative mm-hmm. and focus on uh, turning inward to yourself and focus mm-hmm. on the one thing that you truly have that will never change your breath mm-hmm. your breath is the most important yes it will carry with you the whole life um senses is also a really easy thing you know what are you smelling what are you feeling what are you tasting what are you hearing mm-hmm. can you hear the birds outside your window can you hear the ac running those little tiny things just appreciation for yes it. And that'll come naturally. That'll come easily. So mm-hmm. just with consistency, with uh, determination, Yeah. don't give up after the first try. No, start slow, build it up, and just watch your life change. I'm, I'm telling you, like, it genuinely has transformed my life. Um, it's just it showed me the beauty of the present, and I think you can never take away that, no matter what. No matter how much you have going on in your life, no matter what you're going through, you can never take away the beauty and how precious the present moment is. That was beautiful. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode of Expert at 20 and gained a little bit more of experience. Thank you. Thanks.